Are you looking for a new math curriculum? Well, CTC Math specializes in providing online video tutorials that take a multi-sensory approach to learning. Favorably reviewed in Kathy Duffy's 102 Top Picks and the Old Schoolhouse Crew Review. The lessons are short and concise to help your children break down concepts and appreciate math in a whole new way. The lessons are taught the traditional way, not to the test. Each one of the video tutorials is taught by an internationally acclaimed teacher, Pat Murray, who is renowned for teaching math concepts in a simple, easy to understand way and in only a few minutes at a time. Using a multi-sensory approach, having the combination of effective graphics and animation synchronized with the voice of a friendly teacher together with practical assessment. Even students who struggled with math are getting fantastic results. And the ones that were doing okay before now are doing brilliantly. Visit CTC Math today and start your free trial. That's ctcmath.com. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. friends and welcome. My name is Felice Gerwitz and today we're going to talk about the transformation of our hearts and how this can happen with the Lord. This is episode 216 and you can find today's podcast at a few minutes with God podcast.com and today I want to thank our sponsor CTC Math and it is a math curriculum for all uh, kids K through 12. You may want to check that out at C tcmath.com. I'm going to ask you a question today, and I really want you to think about it because many of you listening to this are obviously Christians, but many times we need a transformation of heart. In the past few episodes, we've looked at ways to grow closer to the Lord uh, with an in-home Christian retreat and looking at nature and seeing the hand of God as well as serving the Lord and renewing our faith. But what about your heart? Our heart is a symbol of love, isn't it? And we often hear that the heart knows what the heart wants. And sometimes that heart wants something that's not good for our spiritual well-being. In the past months on this network, I noticed that many of the other podcasters are feeling the same way I am. There's a focus on renewal and getting closer to the Lord. If you haven't checked out the other episodes at the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network, I uh, really urge you to do that. We have some new podcasters coming out as well. But we all have that need to feel that our hearts are focused on God, on what is above and not what is within or below. Definitely by turning off the television, I keep saying that, don't I? 
and turning to your Bible and prayer, that will really help. Do you have a list of to-go scriptures that are helpful to you? That will help your heart be transformed to God? Psalm 109.26 is one I love. Help me, O Lord, my God. Save me according to your steadfast love. And Mark 9.23-25. Help me in my unbelief. This is a scripture about the Lord casting out the demon from the child. Jesus said to him, If you are able, all things can be done for the one who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out, I believe. Help me in my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You spirit, that keep this boy from speaking and hearing, I command you out of him and never enter him again. Can you imagine the crowd that had gathered? Can you imagine this father who saw this amazing miracle? We should be praying that, Lord, I believe. Help me in my unbelief. And when do we have unbelief? When we struggle, when we feel burdened, when we feel like we can't go on. My mother's favorite uh, Psalms was, uh, most of us have the same favorite, was Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. This is a wondrous, joyous scripture. And this is one to have memorized. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall flow all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. We know that people can let us down, my friends. But God, while perhaps not giving us what we've asked for, still knows what is best for us. I remember one of our priests used to pray, if it is for the good of their eternal soul. And I would think, well, how could it not be? But we don't know. We are not God. We cannot see the future. Thankfully, we can't. But God can. Our hearts and minds will be better off with the trust in God. When we want a perspective of not sweating over the small stuff, look no further than Corinthians fifteen forty nine, or sorry, Corinthians fifteen forty five through forty nine. Thus it is written: the first man Adam became a living being; the last Adam became a life giving spirit. But it is not the spiritual that is first, but the physical, and then the spiritual. The first man was from the earth, a man of dust. The second man is from heaven. As was the man of dust, so are those who are the dust. And as is the man of heaven, so are those who are of heaven. Just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we will also bear the image of the man of heaven.
Read that scripture and meditate on those words. Jesus is referred to as the new Adam. Where Adam sinned and sin entered the world, Jesus, our Savior, died for our sins and opened the world to heaven. Friends, we are made for heaven. What a wonderful truth we can hold on to. And yet, we hold on to the things of the world. Even when they, like us, turn to dust. I had a paper I wrote years ago in school when I was in high school. And it was, when I got the gift I wanted, it turned to dust. And the point of the paper was showing us teenagers that while we were so excited to get something When we finally get it, we realize it's not all that. And here this poor teacher was trying to teach us this greater truth. And I don't remember a lot of my assignments from school, but I do remember that one. And I think I made something up because I really couldn't grasp that idea at the time. I think I talked about a camera I got and then how I wasn't all that, you know, enamored with it. But that is really a truth. And here this teacher was trying to get us to see that. Of course, I saw it years later. What is it that you need, friends? Do you need to be uplifted? Do you need to rely on the Lord for all things? Do you need to feel that you are not alone? Turn to the Bible. Our Bibles are the best resources we have to be filled each and every day And you can do a search for those things. You can find an online Bible such as Bible Gateway and look to that for they have like a topical index. There are so many scriptures that can help us in our lives. And if we put those scriptures down and write them down, then when we need them, we can tab a book, for example, and go to uplifting scriptures or, you know, scriptures for time of need and then read those. In our lives, we have so many things that we find that are upside down. Man, in general, not you, strives for power and control, greatness and notoriety, and love of self above others. And as we know, money can't buy love. We know money can't buy happiness. But what does everyone strive for, right? Winning that lottery ticket. Well, think about the time when you were the happiest, and for most of us, it's when we were surrounded by family and friends. Sure, we can be happy when we have a sense of accomplishment and completing a goal or something that, you know, we we want to attain or something that maybe we could never reach. And that's wonderful. It's wonderful to reach your goals. But it's not the same. One fills our heart with love that is overflowing, while the other satisfies a need, but in a different way. And it's usually short-lived. We've completed one goal, and then what? There's another. I finally finish one podcast, and then what? I have five more to write. So even though we accomplish goals, there's always something else that needs to be done. And even the children's stories sometimes get it right. And as I was writing this podcast, what came to mind is the children's story about the fictional character, the Grinch. We all know that the Grinch stole Christmas, right? And he expected the people, the Whoville people, to be so distraught when they didn't have their presents and their decorations. And instead, 
he found them still happy and joyful to be around each other. He realized it wasn't the presence and everything else, and that shocked him. In fact, his heart grew three sizes that day, or so the story says. And then what did he do? He gave back everything. That children's story is a micro example of what Christ is for us. It isn't the things that make us happy. It is only Christ himself. Oh, for our hearts to grow, to be transformed in Christ, for our hearts to grow three sizes. We can be a new creation, 2 Corinthians 5.17. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. Giving our lives to Christ one time is great. But giving our hearts to God daily is what transformation is all about. Anger can't stay with us. Disappointment can't stay with us. Judging others can't stay with us. Not if our hearts are aligned with God. Acts 8.10 says, All of them, from the least to the greatest, listen to him eagerly, saying, This man is the power of God that is called great. And Luke 9.48 said to them, Whoever welcomes this child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me, for the least among you is the greatest. So friends, putting others first is wonderful, but if our hearts are not filled to overflowing with love of God, can we really serve others? If we are a dry well and there is nothing, how can we give? I know there are tons of blogs and articles about self-care, and that has unfortunately created an entitled society. But where there is some truth in taking care of yourself in your walk with the Lord in order to serve others, it is important that we realize this. For me, going to church daily is the way I fill up. For you, it might be something different. You know, I used to think for so many years that if I had been um, walking with the Lord all those years ago, things would be different. And when we read the Bible, we can look at the people who were present that day at different times. For example, with God the Father, Moses saw the Almighty in the burning of the bush. And Elisha and Elijah, what happened to them? They were brought up to heaven in chariots of fire. And the apostles, after the death of Christ, well, they walked with him. And while we are here in the flesh and we do not have that visible sign, because faith is a sign of believing in what we cannot see, but we know without a shadow of a doubt is real. And yet, when we look at the Bible, all of those people that witnessed so many things continued to fall. And here we are, and we may not get to witness things every single day, which is why I did the podcast on seeing the Lord in everything around us and in nature, so that we can be infilled and realize He is still here in our midst, even if we cannot see see Him. And so many times we're afraid We're afraid to lean on the Lord because 
If we pray to the Lord, we're afraid of what he might ask us. And I may have shared this before. One of my friends is a doctor, and he was afraid if he embraced the Lord totally, that the Lord would send him to some outreach, you know, third world nation to do surgeries. And later, when he really embraced the Lord fully, he said, if the Lord wants me to do this, I'll do it, and I'll do it happily, because I know the Lord will give me the grace to do it. The fear of the Lord means awe and reverence for God's power and might. So when we're overwhelmed, we can lean on the Almighty and hold on to that joy that comes from knowing and loving and serving. We need to pray daily for the Lord to fill us up with fear and awe of him. Friends, we all know that the world needs more reverence for God. It needs more humility. And the wonderful news is we can begin today with ourselves. This week, your challenge is to fill yourself up with the words of God in the Bible and make your own go-to list of scriptures that will encourage you in those times when you need it the most. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a few minutes with God.com and your podcast page on a few minutes with God podcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.